Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Ladies and gentlemen, it's my extreme pleasure, my honor to introduce the most powerful, motivational, celebrated finance business executive life coach in the world. Coach Lynn. Hi, this is Lindsay, and I'm live here in the chat room. Come and talk with me here, live. You'd be surprised of the things that happen in here at the Coach Lynn Show on Facebook. Coach Lynn Show on Facebook. Bonjour, hola, saubona, ni hao, guten tag, dos voce, do provete, ciao, and hello, California. I'm Coach Lynn. And hello, everybody. If you knew then what you know now, what would you do differently? Would you do anything differently? Or would you just make the same mistakes that you've made over again? Or would you completely live your life differently? Lindsay, if you knew then what you know now at all of 21 years old. Yeah, not that long. (laughs) What would you have done differently? Well, as I was telling you. Oh, I got it. Would you have chosen Barbie over breast dolls? No, I would have. I would have bought Bitcoin in like 2010. Okay, now that is what I would have done differently. I'm somebody. Well, us and this family love the stock market yes. and like cryptocurrency market yes. and all that stuff. So, like, I think I would have invested in Bitcoin. <laughs> oh man, I wish we would have invested in Bitcoin. I know. But, I know. mean, we knew about it and we weren't against it, but I guess we just didn't know how um, like easy it was to actually invest. You know. You know, guys, well, back then they didn't have, you know, those kinds of places like Robin Hood where you can do your own investing in that because that's why I'm saying I was a broker a long, long time ago and we for sure did not have anything like that. She was a broker a long time ago, guys. Was that an extra O? An extra O. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're just going to sit back today and kind of take it easy. We've been just like enjoying music. Our last show, if you heard it, we were listening to Frank Sinatra. We listened to the Four Tops. You got to go back and find that show guys but today i have two song stresses one all the way from the netherlands was a beautiful beautiful voice by the name of astrid van helden who was trained classically but she sings everything else and then we also have allura stacks who has a song that's dropping right now and you should go and find that out but we're going to just be talking to you and talking amongst ourselves about the things that we didn't know then that we wish we knew to figure out if we would have done anything different i mean are we filled with regrets or are you filled with regrets and if you want to get in touch with me what's that number two four zero 
248-2004. That's 240-328-2004. We need to acknowledge our first responders. You know, while all of us are deciding what to do with ourselves, they cannot decide because they're going in to save our lives and risking their own every single day. Do you want to get in touch with Coach Lynn? Call us at 240-328-2004. That's 240-328-2004. Download the Coach Lynn Show on Spotify. I'm so excited to announce that I have opened a lifestyle channel on YouTube. So please come on over to find out how to paint your kitchen cabinets. Come and cook with me. I'm going to be giving you recipes, showing you how to do jobs around the house, giving you lifestyle tips and strategies for entertaining and having wonderful, fantastic parties. We're going to be coaching about wellness. I'll even feature some video interviews with celebrities and others who are very interesting. So come on over to my YouTube channel and look up Coach Lynn. That's right. Subscribe right now to Coach Lynn on YouTube and click on the notification squad so you can be notified every time I upload a new video. You'll learn how to do so many things. I'm putting it all there for you to augment your lifestyle. Are you following me on Instagram? Go to The Coach Lynn Show on Instagram. I have video motivational messages just for you. You are listening to Coach Lynn. Those of you who've stuck around for so many years to listen to me, and I thank you so much for that, know that I absolutely love finding creative souls, talking to them, featuring them. Well, I found this wonderful creative soul, this songstress. <laughs> And she is all the way on the other side of the world in the Netherlands. But I love her voice. It's angelic. And I met you at the 808 Farm on the Clubhouse app. This is Astrid Van Helden. How are you? I am fine, Coach Lynn. How are you? I'm fantastic. I want to talk with you right away. You know, there's so many people who are out there nowadays, you know, all types of music, and I love different genres. But what we're finding so many times now is that they may not have a vocal range. I know yours is four octaves, and you've mastered all forms of song. You've been an opera singer, an MC, a rapper, even a comedian. Tell us about how you've done this, and tell us a little bit about your story, Astrid. Well, life was not always easy for me, Coach Lynn. Uh, I lost my mother when I was a little child. And uh, then after that, I started singing. I got married when I was 17. I got three children. Wow. And when I was 27 years old, I went to the Academy of Music to start a classical career, to sing the opera and um, all the classical music. Before that, I was already having a musical uh, education and also education at at the school for singing and um, I did uh, the conservatory I did it in three years mm. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, but I decided never to be an opera singer because um, I have some struggle with the lyrics mm-hmm. because the lyrics are not mine. You know, they're usually so Italian a lot. Yes, I was always singing pop and funk music and uh, that kind of stuff, jazz. I always sang so and also Dutch music. <laughs> wow, I love <laughs> I it. That to you. I yes. love it. And, and so, it, what you know, it brought me to all stairs, yes, mm-hmm. stages, yes. And so, how you literally sing songs, but you also write, isn't that correct? Yes, I'm a composer, uh, singer-songwriter, because, you know, always comes a melody in my head, and I like to write music and lyrics. Uh, Most of them are in English, because Mm -hmm. I love English, and half of my family is American, uh, from Connecticut. Oh! Yeah, my sister's (laughs) from Connecticut, she lives there, she's listening now. Hi, darling! Well, I love yes. I love the way that you go about music. Tell us about your process. Oh, it was a difficult process because you know every everybody saw me as a classical singer, yes, and I never felt comfortable in that song because you know I come from a multicultural family, yes, and I'm brought up that way. That's for me one of the most important things of life is not to discriminate anyone not on color not because someone is poor um you can say that i I come from from a family who had money enough in the netherlands um that's true i brought up with servants in the house and and all that stuff but my father and mother when, when my mother was still there my father always teach me that every person on this earth is equal yes. so that's that's a wonderful that's a wonderful thing you can give to a child it's true I, so, I come uh, from a very very multicultural family as well and that was something that was wow. not even I didn't even realize it was a discussion because it was just a way of life we had people from all over the world I believe that you know your music definitely has a healing power and at the end of the show I'm going to feature one of the songs that I just loved from you but you have so many different things where can people find your music? They can find my music on Spotify. Um, that's my album, King of Kings. King of Kings. Really yeah, King of Kings. <laughs> Love <No>. it. <laughs> yes, yes. And it's really having a healing part. Uh, this music, it heals people with stress and, and deep sorrow. Of course, we must be very clear that it's I'm not a healer of cancer of mm-hmm. uh, of COVID. That that is not so. But it can heal with stress and deep sorrow. That mm. is what the music can do with people. And of course, it gives good vibes, which is also very important. Um, I'm a yoga teacher, so I have written the mm. music on the chakras. Yeah, and um, yeah. So I have one final question for you, and I just have a few seconds. If you knew then what you know now, how would your life be different? It would not be different. I have no regrets of what Mm. I did, Um, of my marriage or or my children. I I love my children very much. Mm. Um, And, of course, I'm older now, but uh, not too old to be on stage. I'm very (laughs) very wild and (laughs) energetic. Yes. 
and you know there come many opportunities uh, from the states, uh, which I definitely will do because I love to be in shows and everything. Because I have many things to show to people, uh, especially not only my voice but also my personality, and you know, uh, I really love to be there in the states. Of course, I will stay in the Netherlands. That's my my home country, but. I love to travel and to be for some months in the States. And so before they cut me off, they're going to cut me off in just a moment. Thank you so very much. I'm going to play her song, one of her songs as we go out. You can come to Coach Lynn's show, and I'll give you links to all of her music. I love you, Astrid. Keep going. I love your spirit, and I love your soul, and I love your voice. Thanks so much. We'll talk with you again soon. Thank you. I'm very <laughs> grateful that you got me in your program. Thank you very much. Love you, Coach Lynn. Do you want to get in touch with Coach Lynn? Call us at 240-328-2004. That's 240-328-2004. Out with the old and in with the new. Coach Lynn has been recognized by Forbes, Fortune, and Who's Who. Coach Lynn works with entrepreneurs, businesses, and creative people to help you learn how to thrive, look for capital, or funding for your business. Coach Lynn is an award-winning certified master executive life and business coach with a thriving private practice with clients all over the globe. Want a consultation? Call now, 240-328-2004. That's 240-328-2004. Why survive when you can thrive? One of the most important questions that I get get over and over and over again is how come I can't stop moving forward and I can't get over my past? Wow, that's a really big question because all of us have a past and as long as you're alive you're going to something's going to happen from the be- from the beginning of your life to the end that you'll feel like you need to get over you know not everything goes well and so there are things mistakes that you've made or mistakes other people have made using you as their lesson and sometimes they never learn that lesson <laughs> but Lindsay, what do you think about that is there anything in your past that you wish you had known about that you didn't know? Honestly, I'm really not sure. Like, I don't know if Laris, because I don't have that much love life experience. So. Oh, you're saying love life. No, life. Oh, like, I, just, she said love life. I don't have that much life experience. So, like, I don't really know if, there was, if there's anything necessarily that I would... Uh, want to change but it would be great to have this knowledge that i have now when i was younger because i would have like maybe invested stuff differently and um been smarter about budgeting what about people 
Is there anything you know now about people that you didn't know then that maybe you would have made things different or easier for you? I don't know. Like, I've always been kind of an introverted, like, antisocial kind of person. So, like, <laughs> me and people are not exactly two words you put in the same sentence. Like, I'm good at being social, and, like, I do like to meet new people and, like, learn from their experiences, but I'm not, like, the most social person. So, mm-hmm. I don't really know if they would make, if I would have any real difference um, because my whole life I was always very particular about who I associated myself with. Mm-hmm. So, like, a lot of times when I hear people talk, talking about like the things that they did wish they had learned earlier was that they wish that they would have associated themselves with better people growing up you know it's um, funny but i never really had that issue you know back in the day when i was younger it's not like we had a huge choice because we didn't have the internet and the only people that you really associated with were the people around you either at school or on the, on the block or something well i mean like even that. then they always were saying that like sometimes they felt like they would choose bad friends or bad circles of friends to be around who mm. didn't like necessarily help them in their growth but mm. like for me i was always kind of a person who didn't really care too much about people like that like being close to people like that because I, I had my family and i have my brothers so like they're my best friends in a way and i had my I have my one or two best friends and that's really enough for me. So, like, I never had to worry about, like, associating myself with people because sometimes I have noticed that other people will just hang out with people because they want to be popular or, like, become cool or whatever those other reasons. But they're not, like, yeah. But they're not, like, good friends and they don't push them to succeed. Well, you know, what's interesting about that is what I wish I had known then that would have helped me was, you know, I always felt when I was younger that I had to apologize, had to apologize for who I was because I was a mixed race person. And so back in those days, it was very difficult for mixed race people to get along because sometimes people want you to, you know, hang out with them. And sometimes people say, well, you can hang out with us now. But when we go home for the weekend, our parents don't let mixed race people or people who who tell them, you know, who say that they're black come to our homes. And so if I had known what I know now, I would have easily been able to, I I think I would have spared myself a lot of pain because I was so busy trying to be accepted by either or. And now I just don't care. (laughs) I shouldn't say I don't care, but it doesn't affect me as much because I'd much rather be around people who are just going to accept me for who I am. That, you know, the most important thing that I think people should think about is that no matter what our past is, no matter what your past is, you know, you have to fall in love with life again because it doesn't matter what you went through yesterday. What you have to do is accept it. Accept that past that you had. And then, you know, it's already happened. There's nothing you can do. And then another thing is to feel your feelings because how many people hold their feelings in? You know, you wanted to scream, but you didn't scream or you wish you'd said something that you really should have said maybe to protect yourself, but you didn't. Yeah. (laughs) That's really important to allow yourself to feel. And it's interesting because I I would say over the last four years in America, and I'm only speaking of America, and some of you from all over the world can definitely tell tell us what you think about this, how it is in your countries, and maybe, Lindsay, you might want to say something about Eastern Europe because that's where you were. You know, but a lot of people are afraid of feeling their feelings, so they try to harden up as absolutely possible so that they think that if they share their feelings, it's a weakness of sorts. Well, I don't really think that has anything to do with location. I think, like, everybody's kind of just like that. 
Well, I think it's, I mean, I think it's definitely a, a location situation because I know my grandmother was Irish and English. And I know, you know, on sides of my family who are very much Brits, they say keep a, a stiff upper lip. <laughs> you know, so it's a part of the culture not to laugh a lot or, you know, it's just kind of like, well, keep it in. Don't tell anybody anything. I mean, maybe, but in the recent years, like, because of technology and stuff, you know, things are kind of morphed together. Like, there's a unspoken global society now that's yes. happening because of technology. So I don't really, like, in my personal experience from all the places I've traveled within the last three to four years, which mm -hmm. has been a lot of places, mm -hmm. everybody's pretty much the same. And that's exactly why I don't understand racism or people who are mm -hmm. weird towards other religions and cultures. Because at the end of the day, we're all really or pretty genders. similar. Yeah, that yeah. too. But, yeah. like, we're all basically the same we're just different variations of the same species you so know it's, it's like i never got that it's so funny because that's why i always get you know awards or i'm not trying to get them or anything but people remember that when i first got on internet radio nobody believed there'd ever be such a thing no one ever believed that people would turn on their computers or there'd be a way to tap in on your phone to listen and talk to people all over the world and i wanted to stay on the internet even though i am also all over the place on land-based stations i said no i gotta keep that internet base because I talk to people all over the world and it opens channels for people. People get to see that no matter where you're living, you are the same. You're human beings. You're the same. Exactly. So, so something else that I'd want to say is, you know, surround yourself with support. That's a good way to know something that you should know now is to have support around you. And because we do have so many different ways of having support now, then you can literally talk to people. You can have friends all over the world because you can have virtual support, which sometimes can be just as good as physical support. And one of the things that I think is really very important is to stop telling stories okay stop telling the story because so many times you tell the story over and over and over and over again so much so that you're just basically bolting that down in your consciousness and in your mind and before you know it you become the story you know because you're just telling the story if you're going to tell a story tell a story of triumph and how you're overcoming it or how you overcame it. And then at the end, accept the lesson, the lesson that you learned about yesterday, what you were supposed to get over in the past, or what you wish you knew, but you now know. Time is not over, so plan for the future and keep moving. Take care of yourself in that way. Take care of yourself by accepting your past, feeling your feelings, stop storytelling, let it go. Accept the lesson and plan for the future. I think that that's the best thing. Okay, that's a wrap. We're out of here. Oh, no, it's only 22 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, those are the most important things for you to remember. And as we talk about things in the show, I'm going to help you try to accept the lessons, even if they were hard lessons. Don't run away from them because sometimes it's just a matter of accepting the lesson, letting go of your feelings, even letting yourself feel the feelings, and then planning for the future. Just those things alone will get you to where you need to be tomorrow. If you knew then what you know now, dot, 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 let us know. Go to Facebook onto Lynn Show or The Coach Lynn Show and instant message us or go to Instagram to The Coach Lynn Show and let me know what you think. I want to know all about what you should have known. And I also want to know that you're not regretting it, that you've accepted it, but you are definitely ready to move on because the word around that would be growth. 
We'll be right back in just a moment. We have some great guests. I can't wait to get to them. I love when people sing to me. <laughs> Sit down. You are listening to Coach Lynn. Here is Coach Lynn's brand new segment, Can't Hold Back. I wish I could guarantee you that you'll never have problems or disappointments in your life, that things will always go as you want them to go, but I can't guarantee you that. Nobody can. But what I can do is tell you how to rebound, how to bounce back, how to get over the disappointment of the things that happen, because bad things even happen to good people. So here are some steps, okay? Whatever your situation, I want you to recognize that you will always have choices. So don't get stuck like a victim. Even if you choose not to do anything, that was your choice. Allow yourself to mourn lost dreams. You know, sometimes if you're divorced or you've been through a bad breakup, then something has happened to you and you never really mourn it. And so you just keep going on and on and on talking about it all the time. You know, but you have to be open to moving past that. Go ahead, mourn your lost dreams. But then after you have mourned them, keep moving ahead. Acknowledge your emotions. As you grapple with dealing with your setbacks of life, don't push away your emotions saying that it's going to make you weak. Understanding those emotions and acknowledging them is actually what makes you strong. You know, I think you should also be very kind to yourself. This is something that is very important because if you knew then what you know now, you would know to be kind to yourself. You're going to need to get that time to run, you know, to to think about what may have been or think about what happened to you and then be kind to yourself. But while you're being kind to yourself, do not use self-pity as your mantra. You know, it comes with a price. It takes away your feelings of empowerment and makes you feel like a victim. And it's extremely hard to move forward (laughs) and refocus on your goals if you're feeling like a victim. So you know what? It's okay for you to be disappointed. You know, a lot of people tend to wallow in their disappointments. Like over this past year with COVID, so many have lost so much and end up despondent, discouraged, self-doubting, and even in depression that lasts for a long time. So don't allow yourself to wallow, but allow yourself to break the negative style, the negative cycle, and don't get caught up in that. Don't tell yourself things like it never works out. I'm just not good enough. This always happens to me. I can't believe what has happened to me. This is a world where a lot of things have happened to all of us. But you know what? The consequences of feeling stuck are that you won't move. The consequences of feeling guilty are that you'll fall into despair. The consequences of being despondent is that you won't have energy to move. The consequences of looking back with regret means that you won't see what's in front of you. So understand that your expectation should be that you're going to get over it, that you're going to keep moving that yes behind every single rain cloud there's a rainbow so you don't know what you didn't know last year before COVID but you do know what you know now so what does that mean it means that now you have to keep hope alive in the face of these challenges keep it alive keep moving forward keep learning keep trying to to adhere to what makes you happy concentrate on that and then remember 
Remember and say this to yourself every single day. I do have the resilience factor. I am resilient. I can face my disappointments if they don't turn out as I expected, but I'm resilient. I'm not helpless. I'm not a failure. I can transform hardship into challenge, success, and power. What are you holding on to? Join Coach Lynn on Instagram at The Coach Lynn Show to break free. I love that song. Go and download it right now called Can't Hold Back. That was by Ration Lamar. And you know what? That just got me so excited because so many of us need to stop holding back. So go download it, guys, on Spotify. Tell them Coach Lynn sent you. That's Ration Lamar. We're going to be listening to that all year long. That is our anthem, Can't Hold Back. And don't you let anyone hold you back. Stay tuned for Coach Lynn's motivational vitamin. This show has been brought to you by the Men's Grooming Spot. They are the only men's total grooming spot in all of the Coachella Valley. Ask for my friend Mark. They'll do everything. Skin care, massage, hair, waxing, and men's nails. That's the mensgroomingspot.com. Go and talk to them. Give them a call at 760-992-0028. Tell them that Coach Len sent you. Ask for Mark. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. America alone lost a whopping 22 million jobs. These were jobs that went away because of COVID-19. But you know what? The industry has changed. So the job market has changed. And so what this means is, you know, some people returning to their old jobs might be the main story, but four fifths of the rebound from last May says that those jobs have been classified as temporarily laid off. They're not coming back. This means that even though they're going to go along with putting the economy in a medically induced coma, we want to make sure that it's just not asleep for so long that we never get that boom back and we don't get those jobs. So I'm going to give you the top sectors that we're anticipating that uh, the Labor Department talked about from 2018 to 2028. Number one, healthcare support occupations. Anything that had to do with healthcare and support is actually booming, which you wouldn't think that would happen because of all the people. You know, none of us have long-term crystal balls, but these are some things that we can think about, like personal care and service occupations also boomed under healthcare support. 
computer and mathematical occupations also boomed. And some of this is because a lot of the people who work in computers are now finding that they don't have to work in an office. As a matter of fact, they can work from home. And there are benefits of that. You can save money. You don't have to work and use your gas. You don't have to buy clothes. <laughs> There are benefits, and then there's the other side of it, and that's that you don't see other humans like you'd like to every day. And then another one was healthcare practitioners and te- with technical occupations. Any kind of technical occupation seemed as if it went up and it boomed. So if there's anything that you can do right now, and to go into computer hardware or software, or go into healthcare practitioner kind of offices, or some sort of um, support to those places, that might be a, a niche that you could do. Food prep and serving related occupations, it was really down. It's down. However, they're coming back. Uh, service related occupations and food prep are coming back, but not as much. And construction and extraction occupations are something else that are showing just a little bit of movement. But what we're finding across America, at least, is that most people don't uh, go into construction, so they're having a very hard time getting people to really respond to coming and working in manufacturing or in construction. Now, I just want to tell you a couple of things of of vulnerable jobs by industry. Well, in California, it's food services. In Florida, it's food services. In Texas, it's food services. In Texas, also customer service and sales. Also, California says customer service and sales is down. In New York, it's services. So, Educational services, rental and leasing services are down. Transportation and warehousing, these are some of the sectors or jobs that are at risk. Out of the 5 million jobs in transportation and warehousing, only 2,000 of them are not at risk. So in other words, 38% of those jobs are at risk. That's a scary thought, isn't it? What about administrative and support and waste management and remediation services? Guess what? Out of the total employment of 10 million or 9 million, the sector of those jobs at risk are 3.9 million. That's 43% of those jobs are at risk. And most of you have to know that it's been cut in half in terms of retail. Total employment was 15 million employees in America who were a part of retail. But now that sector is at risk, and now there's 7 million. So that's 51% of those jobs are at risk. Our manufacturing was 12%, million, but now 5 million. And 42% of those jobs are at risk. So what do you do with this information? That's the most important question. Well, some of the jobs that have been literally in demand during COVID are stocking associates and manufacturing operators, warehouse workers, delivery drivers, communications specialists, freelancers, crisis counselors, grocery associates, communications consultants, data specialists. These are jobs that started to, to you know, take an upward trend during COVID. And that makes sense, right? I know I sure got my groceries delivered most of the time. I don't know if I'm going to continue with that. Seems a little high sometimes. Or whether I just like the convenience of it. Regardless, as you go back into the job market, let's say things are better. Where should you be looking? right now. 
Listen, our whole society is going to be different after COVID, but some new positions that have emerged and will probably continue for at least a while are those that modify the interior layout of offices, restaurants, schools, and stores to facilitate social distancing and reduce the transmission of any types of diseases. For example, things that can be done by interior designers, office managers, maintenance workers, and custodians, the type of jobs that we'll now be looking at are going to be those that actually help all alter the layout of those places or install plastic counter shields at grocery stores and restaurants or or things that actually facilitate virtual events and video conferencing technology. If you have any kind of um, foreshadowing about your job not coming back, these are areas to look in. Look in things that can be remote. Look in things that actually are going to be reworked for new Workers. According to a McKinsey report, it says that the pandemic accelerated existing trends in remote work, e-commerce, and automation, with up to 25% more workers than previously estimated potentially needing to switch occupations. So look, don't get lost by not being prepared. It's pretty obvious that if anything happens in the, the future, that the jobs with the highest physical proximity are likely to be the most disrupted. So those that can move you towards other kind of care or other kind of remote working are those that will be the ones that you might want to start thinking about. That means not to think in terms of being on site or leisure and travel, home support, personal care, indoor production or warehousing, computer-based office work inside a company. Think of things that you could do remotely. And for goodness sakes, be creative because now is the time for you to create what you want your life to be in the future. So you won't be saying, if I only knew that then, then I wouldn't be in this mess now. Well, now you know. So get ready to do what it is that you have to do and get ready to have yourself some experience and a job that allows you to be able to keep that physical overall proximity down to a minimum if that's what happens in the future. And I'll be right back. Be sure to go to Instagram and follow us because I go live on Instagram and it's a great opportunity to just talk with me, see what I'm up to. And a lot of times, once a week at least, I have a video, a motivational video, but you can't be a part of it if you don't go to the Coach Lynn Show on Instagram. Follow me. Stay tuned for Coach Lynn's motivational vitamin. Here's a few tips to give you if you're working at home now. Make sure that when you're done for the end of the day, you close the door. Put all your work things away. Don't bring them into your bedroom because sometimes it's hard to get that balance. Remember, you work where you work and you sleep where you sleep and you eat where you eat. Well, I have been in a musical mood lately and so I'm going to have a second musical guest. She is a singer, and you're a songwriter as well, right? Yes, thank you so much, Coach. Yes, I'm a songwriter. Um, it's definitely my passion. Um, I, you guys are, um, excuse me, have the song that I just released. Um, so definitely a new venture that I kind of started embarking on uh, during COVID. So mm. this, is, this is Allura Stack. Allura, welcome to the show. Tell me. How long have you been singing? 
Um, so I've actually been singing for a few years. I was doing a choir when I was in high school, and then I decided to take it a little bit more seriously about six months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I started working with different producers when I moved back to L.A., and since there, it's just been a journey, and I've just, like I said, I've been <laughs> on every moment of it, and I love it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> well, I know that you said that you really started doing some of these things during COVID. Tell us about that. I'm I'm so happy to hear that you were productive because there's so many people who just kind of sat down and said, oh, my God, what am I supposed to do with myself now? But you emerged a champion. Yes. And so basically, um, you know, I, I took advantage of the whole COVID scenario. You know, everybody, we were all sitting at home and, you know, everybody was kind of sad and feeling down. And I was like, no, like, we've got to find ways to keep things alive. And like, what better mm-hmm. way than music? Even though everybody was still stuck indoors, music was the one way that we could all kind of connect and keep each other together. Right. Yes. So, I'm like, you know what, why not take this a little bit more seriously, grab the bull by the horns and just do it. And so that's actually um, where the song uh, Talk That that I just released, that song is kind of where that stemmed from. I was like, everybody's been, you know, locked up and I just wanted something that would make people feel good, bring people back to life, make you want to dance and just be together again, you know. (laughs) Because music is a universal language, that's for sure. 100%. 100%. You don't have to know how, it, sheesh, you don't have to know anything that's coming out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> know whether the song is a good vibe or, you know, whether the beat is going to keep you moving. And, you know, and that's kind of the whole point of it. I wanted to make it something that was, like I said, it brings everybody together, you know. So, so I met you when you got on the Clubhouse app and you went into the 808 Farm Room. Tell us. How did this happen? You literally ended up in the talent tap and then won it. <laughs> um, yeah. So basically, um, for me, I so I saw the clubhouse as two different things. Um, it, for me, it was an opportunity to connect and network, or I could go and you know have fun on the app which is nice, you know, to have fun every now and again. But I was like, you know what, the 808 Farm, when I found them, I immediately felt like I found a family. I felt like I was comfortable. And, um, Coach, I'm sure you could probably say the same thing for the whole group. Um, So B. Mill and Alexander, they took me in, you know, as family. I was, you know, there one day. I was playing some of my songs, and I was like, oh, my God, we love it. And everybody just, you know, (laughs) embraced me. And I just, I I could never feel more comfortable or at home in such a distant platform, if that makes sense, you know, because we connected in person. And I feel like I know you guys. And um, so it's really Right? <laughs> so um, basically, it just kind of clicked naturally for me. So, um, you know, I played some of my music, and they, like I said, they took me in like family, and it was just, it was basically just growth from there. And, you know, shout out to the 808 Farm. Couldn't love Yay! you guys more than I already do now. <laughs> We're all family now. <laughs> right? But tell me, what do you want your music in general? What do you want it to do? Honestly, Coach, I really just want my music to inspire people. I want it to inspire other younger artists to want to create. Um, mm-hmm. I want it to inspire. My main thing with my music is, um, and I'm not going to sound like gender bias, but women, I want us to be able to express ourselves so freely, mm-hmm. and I want us to be able to create all different forms of music, and not just women in general, but just everybody, just without barriers. Yeah. I, I really want my music to inspire people and I want my music to make you feel something so um, whether it's happy or sad or makes you want to get up and dance like as long as 
that song makes you want to engage in some type of emotion, then I feel like I've done my job. And, of course, there's always a message to convey through your music. But at mm-hmm. the end of the day, like we said, the, the music is a connection. It's a feeling. Um, mm-hmm. So, And I want people to feel whatever it is that I put out there. You know. But there's one thing about you that I have always loved because sometimes I'm sitting there and I'm just really quiet because as everyone knows, I have a gigantic dog who makes a lot of noise. <laughs> and sometimes I want to talk, but I can't because he's barking. Because he's literally making so much noise in the background. And sometimes I'm doing something else and listening. And one time I actually fell asleep because I was on there so long. And there was one time he said something that you actually said a moment ago. And I actually fell in love with you when he said that. He said, I want women to create all types of music, all types of songs. I thought that was really profound because we do, as women, we listen to all types of music. How many of us sing songs from all types of things? I even know some country songs that I sing sometimes. You know, right. But it's just that message, it's the feeling that comes across. And you, as an artist now in 2021, who's saying, hey, it's okay to listen to all types of music, we're not competitors. We're women. We have a voice, and that's what our music is all about. Have you always felt that way? Honestly, Coach, yeah, I have because for me, I feel like, um, and I've always kind of, since I was a little girl, like I said, you know, and I used to sing, and like my family, they've always done things, you know, found in the industry, and I've always seen women, it's like there's always this image or this portrayal or this expectation of the music that we have to make or, you know, yes. there's little things that filter us and it keeps us from, you know, creating these, these or I should say knocking down these walls that have been built, I should say, because, you know, and I could definitely say for me, my demographic, my background, you know, someone might say, okay, I should only do R&B or I should do rap or I should do this, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I actually like country music too. I want to make country songs. Um, mm-hmm. I listen to music in different languages. I would love to link with other, you know, writers and creatives that are able to, you know, incorporate their styles. And um, I know that there was another artist on the show that's in the UK, I've already connected with him because I just mm-hmm. want to be able to evolve the sound and, you know, make make it a way where, like, us women, especially as an independent artist, we can make whatever we want without having to feel like, oh, my God, yes. I like this, or <laughs> and the music to, you know, get people to like it. And for me, um, you know, I kind of had a moment where I struggled with, like, you know, should I make this kind of music or this kind of music? Like, what would people mm-hmm. like? And then eventually I got to a point and I was like, dude, honestly as long as I can make people feel whatever it is that I'm saying and I can, like I said, inspire people, it doesn't matter what I make. Good music yes. music. I love the Dixie Chicks. I'll go play them right now. I love Dixie yes. Chicks. I'll go play them right now. And I just so happen to love, you know, I love Summer Walker. I'll go play that right now as well. Yes. Um, my playlists are so eclectic, and, and that's <laughs> just something that I believe in as far as, me, excuse me, women in music. I think that's wonderful because coming, I'm just a little bit older than you by about five million years. No, <laughs> no I'm not at all. Definitely no. don't look like it. <laughs> but it's money. so interesting because back in the day, you know, people of color didn't really have that choice to do whatever the heck we wanted to do in business or music or anything else. It was almost like, you know, okay, you must sing R&B. And then a few years ago, you must rap. So it's wonderful that all of us are evolving and just saying, hey, 
content sounds good. It makes me feel good. There are no longer radio stations that only play this type of music for these type of people. I love that. And I think you're coming into this industry and letting this song out that we're about to play, you know, at a wonderful time. So tell me about the song that you just dropped. Yes, yes, yes. So the song that is released is called Talk That. It is on all platforms now. <laughs> um, so like I said earlier in the show, I did want to release this song. It's a feel-good, up-tempo, makes you kind of want to dance, move. <laughs> um, like I said, if anybody else is in California like I am. And me too. Yes, the doors are just now opening back up from COVID, so I'm loving it. I'm loving it, and I definitely, just like I said, I wanted to bring something to everybody that yes. makes you feel good. Um, you know, I wanted it to be something that you could play in the car with your kids or, you know, <laughs> Coach Lynn, if you were on your way just to go to the beach or something, you might want to play it. Or, you know, just something that was Oh, sitting- yeah. So, you guys will see. I love this song. This is Allura Stacks. So where can they find you, first of all? I'm going to have it on my show page as well, so you'll be easy, you'll find her easily. And I'll put her Instagram link on the show page, too, because some of you are not going to be in a position where you can sit down and write it. But just tell them quickly where they can find you and talk that. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, everybody, you can find any of my music on all streaming platforms. So if you'd like to get in contact with me on Spotify, I do have a couple playlists there. Um, it's going to be Alora Stacks. So that's A-L-U-R-A-S-T-A-X-X-X. And then if you'd like to get in touch with me on Instagram, it's Alora Stacks, A-L-U-R-A-S-T-A-X with one X. Um, and then if you guys have a clubhouse, which is where the amazing coach is, <laughs> I love it. Um, you guys, please tap in with me on clubhouse as well. My screen name on there is Alora Stacks, A-L-U-R-A-S-T-A-X. And I would love, love, love to share some new content with everybody. I have some great music coming out soon as well. Um, so, yeah, if you guys would like to get in contact with me or listen to more of my music, that's how you can find me. Well, guys, I think you should do that. And as you all know, since it's a talk show, I can't play the entire song, but I can play snippets. And if you want to have the rest of it, you'll have to go check her out. So here it is, guys. Talk back. I love you, Allura. Keep spreading that sunshine. You're wonderful. I love you, Coach Lynn. Thank you so much for everything. What's <laughs> Listening to Coach Lynn. I want to tell you a story. (laughs) You didn't know I was a storyteller, did you? But you know what? I know this wonderful story that really illustrates what this show was all about. It's about two monks, and they were walking along, and, you know, they had been in their sanctuaries where they're supposed to be completely alone, and they decided that they would at least be able to walk together for a few moments and talk. And so as they were walking, they came across a damsel in distress, and she was, it was raining, pouring down raining, and she was stuck, and she said, oh my goodness, can you please help me? Can you please help me? I can't get across the road because it's gotten all muddy now, 
and I've gotten wet, and I'm having difficulty crossing the road. So one of the monks went over, and he lifted her up, and he took her across the road. And she said, thank you so much, thank you very, very much. And they continued on their way. But the other monk, the first monk, was so very, very quiet. It's as if he was seething, mad, or upset by something. And they kept walking a little further. And the second monk, the one who picked up the, the young woman, said, I'm not understanding. You've gotten very quiet, my brother, and we've been speaking all this time. And the other one turned to him and said, you know, you know that we are not supposed to touch other people, especially women. And you picked that woman up and you you pulled her across the road and you weren't supposed to do that. And the other monk looked at him and he said, pardon me? He said, you carried the other woman, you carried her. And the, first, and the second monk looked at him and said, well, if we're not supposed to carry things, I'm telling you, that you've been carrying that for hours. You see, if you knew then what you know now, it means that you've learned a lesson. Hopefully, you've only been through one thing bad once in your life. Because people often think to question whether or not something is a success or a failure if it's the latter, meaning that, you know, you look for lessons after something bad has happened. But no, that's not just, you don't look for lessons just because there's a mistake. You look for lessons all of the time. You know, and as I'm pointing out to you, it's important to ask the question as often as possible, to understand and realize our successes, and to know to repeat them, a lesson learned indeed. What are you carrying, and what lesson do you need to learn? You know, our lives are filled with all types of things, things that happen to us every single day. But if we don't learn the lessons of our life, then we repeat them over and over and over again. So ask yourself, not about what happened yesterday, but about what you learned. And just like the story I just told you of the monk, which monk are you? The one that carries the, the heartache or carries the guilt or the shame or the, the feelings of being discontent with something that has happened or the one that keeps moving forward, does what has to be done and keeps moving ahead. May you have enough happiness to keep you sweet, enough trials to keep you strong, sorrow to keep you human, enough hope to keep you happy, enough failure to keep you humble, enough success to keep you eager, enough wealth to meet your needs, enough enthusiasm to look forward, enough friends to give you comfort, enough faith to banish depression, enough determination to make each day better than yesterday. Come on back and find me here. I'll leave a candle in the window to bring you right back home. Follow the Coach Lynn Show on Spotify or iHeartRadio. Prosper! Motivation talking.